Welcome to On The Road. My name is Kai, and today we're going to talk about being an alpha, being a beta, being a gamma, and being an omega. So, what it means to be an alpha? To be an alpha means like you, you like to take lead. You have to be the one out front. You have to be one giving the orders, making sure all directions are followed. Everything must be structured your way or there is no way being an alpha can at points come off as being bossy being an asshole being just a total nitpicker just it's not the most negative thing but it can be the most for uh, for other personalities. Being a beta means that you like structure. You can follow directions. You're willing to follow directions. Um, you have your own ideals, but you don't implement them. You're willing to compromise. This uh just to have a certain percentage of your ideals to be followed. Um, if you're part of an organization, you don't have to be president or vice president. You could be secretary or treasurer and be good with that. Being a gamma, you go with the flow. Anybody can tell you anything to do, you'll do it. You really have no ideas of your own. You're more like the yes man. Uh, I got you. What do you need? How do you need it? When do you need it? Let me get it done for you. And being Omega means that you just live on the fringe of all society. You don't do anything. You just watch from afar. You observe. Um, you make no moves, really. You're existing and not really thriving, but you want to be part of the group so you can be part of the group. So whatever good trickles down, it will reach you at some point. But you had no real part in making any action good. You just want a little part. You want to say that you were there really in a small, 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 small way. And this, and then if something bad happens, you able to run away and just fade away because nobody really noticed you. And that's what it means to be an Omega. Where does it all come from? The terminology usually is um, given the tour how wolves um, are ranked within a pack. And it's sort of crazy. Because even though wolf packs are now known not to actually have that kind of ranking, um, it's not uncommon for wolves in captivity to have that kind of ranking within a pack structure. Because usually outside, you know, uh, wolves that are allowed to live un, um, uninhibited by humans, um, not in a captive structure like a zoo or a reserve. Uh, they really just have like the mother, father, which are the alpha, uh, both alpha male, alpha female. 
and yearling pups and the new pups in one pack and then those yearling pups branch out and go somewhere else at a certain point so when the new pups become yearlings then they help take care of the other little smaller pups and it, it just keeps happening in a cycle but when wolves take care of each other within a zoo that's where all these like these weird um pack structures come back we have the alpha the beta the gamma and omega so what where do i fall in this i'm a beta not truly dominant but i do have dominant aspects and i fall there because what i i like to lead but i don't always have to lead i don't feel the need to lead i feel the need to help with structure i feel the need to help plan i want to you know take part in helping come up with the idea and implementing it Now, the reason why I don't say I'm an alpha, because, again, I don't feel the need to lead. The reason why I'm not a gamma, I'm nobody's yes man. And I'm just not going to like, yeah, I'm going to go down for it. No, I'm going to question it. And then the reason uh, I'm not Omega, I try not to be on the fringes of society doing my own thing. Nor will I know whatever leaks down. I don't expect, you know, to get any part of it if I have not really taken, you know, part in the action itself. Where should people fall at? It doesn't really matter. You can be an alpha, have an alpha personality, and be a great leader. Give great directions, listen, and, you know, do, you know, make things happen. Sorry, you be an alpha and be a horrible leader. And what that means is like you listen to no one. Your rules are the rules. If someone doesn't follow, you cut them off or you just go ahead, full steam ahead. And uh, be damned with everybody else's feelings. You be that person. Or you can be a, have the beta personality and just be a just be a bad person in trying to help plan or being a bad person assisting others where you let things drop or you have your ideas that you want to implement and you totally just let them be compromised uh, for your own whims. Now, a Gamma and Omega, I'm not sure if I can really find the positives in it. Well, I mean, gammas are hard workers. You can always say that they're loyal, but you could be loyal to the wrong ideals and to your own detriment. Being Omega, I would never, again, nobody should want to be an Omega. Just living on the fringes, just watching. If you're doing that, then you probably, if you have an Omega personality, you probably just want to, you know, grow a little bit more as a person. And then try to fall in the first three or something like that. Or try to evolve a little bit more to be in one of the first three. And then keep evolving, I guess. Now, it was brought to my attention that somebody said, Oh, uh, Keith can be a, Keith is a good beta. I was offended. I was offended first. I was like, why can I be unhelpful? But 
And then I realized something. I was like, no, because I really don't want my face out there like that. I really don't want to be everybody to feed off of me and for me to, you know, have all that power. I I never want to be president unless I have to be president. I never want to be king unless I have to be king. I'd rather take on a role where I'm helping, giving structure, but I'm not, you know, out there just giving all the directions to everybody around me. I'd rather have like this form little job, do what I need to do to the most, make it happen, revise it if I need to revise it, and just not be that authority figure. Somebody asked me the other day, like, why are you so submissive? I said, eh, it's not really being submissive. It's about me not trying to dominate others because I don't, I don't want to dominate anyone. I have my boundaries where you will not disrespect me or you will not cross over into a realm where I feel uncomfortable. I have my boundaries. But other than that, that's not really being submissive. That's just being a good beta. I'm willing to compromise with people, listen to them, you know, try to understand, try to mesh things together, but Again, I will never have that dominant, enthralling personality. That's just not me. That's I'm just not I just don't have the alpha personality. Is everything just one hundred percent alpha personality, beta personality, gamma personality, or omega personality? No. Everybody has their moments. And that's okay. But there is this one, I always believe there's always one main personality that one will have. And one will play into that role because that's just who they are. Now, it's up to them to say if they're a good person or a bad person behind that role. That's just naturally who they are. Again, what is a good, what is a bad person, that's up to you. Or that's up to your actions. And you can always get better. So, thank you for listening to this first segment. Come on back for the second segment. You enjoy it even more. Welcome back, welcome back. Okay, so Joe Biden. He's not my favorite candidate, but now he's my nominee. Yes, I will vote for him. There's no other options. Voting third party would be a mute point because third party people don't even understand that they should win local elections before they even try to tackle national elections. But that's neither here nor there. I will like to see, I would like to see a black woman as Joe Biden's vice presidential pick. Now, we do have a few on his short list that I will detail today. My favorite being Representative Karen Bass. 
and then Representative Val Demings, and then uh, Miss Susan Rice. The reason why I named those three is because I see them as being very powerful key players within Washington. I see them with a history and the credentials to be able to handle the position. My favorite Veep candidate or pick is Representative Karen Bass. She has a vast education from her undergraduate degree in philosophy all the way up to her graduate degree in being a physician assistant and her graduate degree in social work. She has shown that she is willing to help the people even at that level. But she also has a history as being a community organizer and being a protester for social and civil rights. I think one should pride themselves on a candidate like this. Now, she does have some indiscretions in her past uh, dealing with Cuba, but I don't see any issues there. The problem is that with Representative Bass is that she may not be a known person, but she's a hard worker. I would be very happy to see her on a ticket with Joe Biden because I feel she's sharp and that she would play the role as a role of vice president very well. After her stint as a community organizer, she became a member of the California State Assembly from 2004 to 2010. And then she was all then she became a representative from 2011 to now. So she does have a political history where she moved in increments for the for not only her own political uh, motivations, but for the landscape of the people that she's trying to help her constituents. Now, when you look at Val Demings, Representative Val Demings, I keep missing out on their titles, forgive me. When you look at Representative Val Demings, all right, she actually intertwines with my own past, my father being a police officer. She was a police officer for a number of years, just like my father. She became police chief. And as a black woman, that had to be an obstacle uh, to overcome, to be, to even make that kind of achievement, she had to work hard. So there's just no doubt she knows how to put the work in. When I look at Susan Rice, I see a woman who is also a trailblazer in her own right, where she was an ambassador and then she worked in the intelligence community for a number of years under, um, President Barack Obama because she was just qualified. Amazing, 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 amazing degree women. So, black women. 
these are my picks, my desired veeps. The only person I really can't choose who he really wants is Joe Biden because only he knows who can really support him. I know some people are mentioning Kamala Harris, but I do not see Kamala Harris as being a viable pick because, well, she seems a little title hungry or power hungry. All the moves she has made have not been in the best interest of everybody around her. Even though she has a 90% prosecutorial rate, it was not to the benefit of her state. And when she was a DA, nor as AG, what she wanted to do was go for numbers and popularity. She did not care if there was extenuating circumstances. She wanted to be right. And sometimes when you want to be right, it's not always right. At the end of the day, I do not see her as being viable. Also, from the cheap tactics she put on Joe Biden, where she wanted to make Joe Biden into a racist. Once you call somebody a racist, or once you deem them as being inept or uncaring um, to your very own race, can you truly support them to your fullest? And this is supposed to be the person that she supposed to help be the backbone. I can't, I can't see it happening. And with our history of being, again, her history as AG, NDA, I can't see her being very supportive. I cannot see her being a strong candidate. Or, I'm sorry, not really a strong candidate, being on the ticket, developing a strong ticket. Now, Bass, Demings, and Rice are strong characters to put onto a ticket. They have the fight in them. Do not negate these women. They're... Again, these are black women. And as I always said, black women have been through centuries of hard times in this country. And through all that struggle and through all that time of enduring, they know how to lead. If they can lead a family they can lead a nation. If they know how to be leaders in the workplace, they know how to lead a nation. If they know how to be leaders in the church, they know how to lead a nation. If they if these women are examples of what it means to be educated, well-rounded and caring. So at the end of the day, even if Joe Biden chooses um, Kamala Harris, 
I wouldn't care. I would support it. I'd be a little disappointed. I would support the ticket because we need to vote blue to get a certain person out of office because he is a danger to America. Just like I'm hoping the people in Kentucky will vote blue to get Mitch McConnell out of office because he is a danger to America and shows an uncaring attitude toward blacks. You just need to go out and vote blue. Vote Democrat. Do you? Because that is your best interest. You see, they do not want to help you during these hard times with money, the health of your children, the health of your parents, your health. You see that they do not care about you losing your home, about you losing your job. They don't care. And yes, I'm referring to the uh, Republicans. They do not care nothing about you. And a lot of people fall into this disenfranchised way where they're like, well, the Democrats don't care about you either. No, you have to make them care. Because Democrats care about your vote. They'll only move so far in your favor as black people, but we as black people have to remember that we have to continue to push them. Because we are the backbone to the Democratic Party, and we will always be the backbone to the Democratic Party. And if we ever decide to leave the party, develop our own party um, by itself, they will have the caucus for us because they'd be severely weakened. Again, vote in your own best self-interest. And right now, your best self-interest is voting Democrat. Thank you for joining me on the road. I'm Kai, and have a great day. Mm -hmm.